Well, hello and welcome to my very first podcast episode for the Lighting the Way podcast. I want to welcome you and let you know that you have to buckle up because this is going to be unlike any other podcast you have ever heard. I want to welcome you and say thank you for clicking play today. My name is Emily Parr. I am a manifestation coach, mindfulness and meditation teacher, You may know me personally or from Instagram or where I'm best known, which is TikTok. And on this podcast, you're going to be listening to me talk about a variety of different subjects when it comes to upgrading your life and lighting the way through all the things that come with that. So we're going to be talking about wellness, spirituality, mindset, and manifestation, and all of the little nitty-gritty details that are encompassing in that is that what I want to say sure we're going to go with that I want to let you know that this podcast is going to be the most authentic way to get to know me I plan on being my most authentic self it is April 2021 April is represented by the number four in numerology and the number four is all to do with authenticity speaking your truth expression building discipline so it feels like the perfect time to get started and sharing this with all of you I have a couple amazing guests that are going to be coming on the podcast later this month talking more in depth about some of this subject matter, very like-minded souls, and I cannot wait to connect with more people on these subjects. So if you are called to connect with me and to converse with me, make sure to hit me up on Instagram or email me at emilymparonline at gmail.com. You can also head out or sorry, click on my website, www.emilyampar.com to learn more about what I do. So who is a who that I'm talking about? The who that I'm speaking to (laughs) is literally anyone who is dedicated to up-leveling their life and manifesting their dreams. My goal is to heal and empower and guide the divine within you to unlock your highest potential, regardless of the circumstances outside of yourself. My job is to show you the way to light the way, and that is the reason why it's called Lighting the Way. Um, I came up with the name for this podcast actually based on my book that I published at the beginning of 2021, which is a beginner's guide to manifestation, and it's called Lighting the Way Through Manifestation. And that title came to me at the end of 2020, around the holiday season, and I pulled this uh, oracle card that said, you are the original light worker. And it was around the time of Christmas and Hanukkah, and we had just lit the menorah with my family and had the candles burning, and I thought, how true in this pandemic that... I've tapped more into what it means to be a light worker. So that is where the name came from. And that is my intention in everything that I share with all of you. So here's what I want you to know while you listen to this podcast. I'm an open book. I am dedicating myself to being my most true, authentic self, even if it's not always pretty, even if it's not always perfect. And that's something that I've struggled with immensely in the past that I'll go into detail with you about. This podcast is not going to be all love and light, and there is a good reason for that, and the reason is that it's not authentic, it's not true, and for me to be my most authentic true self, I have to share some of that darkness with you and how I got through it and how I lit the way and how we can all light the way. 
So this podcast is really for you to feel seen as a result of me sharing some of what I've gone through to be understood and to be motivated to really be the fullest, most abundant version of yourself because that is ultimate, the, ultimately the reason why we are all here. So if I have to summarize this podcast in just a few words to describe it, I would say it's honest, soulful, educational, and empowering. So if that sounds good to you, you're all in, you're locked in, you're ready to learn, let's get into the consequences and rewards of up-leveling your life. So let's take it back to a little over a year ago when the pandemic started. So when the pandemic started, I had began a brand new job as a manager of a women's gym. And I was about two weeks into this job. I thought, great, I'm finally going to have like a stable position. I had spent, I think, two and a half years um, freelancing as a model and brand ambassador for a bunch of different companies. Um, We can go more into that resume later on because it is lengthy. (laughs) Um, And I have definitely experienced many different industries before I came across um, the social media lens. And when this pandemic started, I was sort of thrown into that social media lens. I had kind of come to the realization that there was a lot of things that I really wanted to share on social media that I had been sharing on social media, um, but I wasn't going full force with it because I was afraid. I was really, really afraid of being my most authentic self, being seen, sharing some of what some people could call hippy dippy stuff uh, or witchy stuff and I kind of had this push from spirit at the beginning of the pandemic like it is now or never this is what you are meant to do you are meant to share your soul with others you are meant to share what you've experienced and I think a lot of us felt that call because I've seen so many people make that transition Um, And it's just interesting because I kind of had this glimpse of it back in September of 2019. I decided that I was going to pursue becoming a yoga teacher and I was going to sign up for a yoga teacher training in Thailand and I was going to do it in Thailand, be there for a month, completely immerse myself into yoga and come home a yoga teacher and I had no idea how the bills were going to be paid and how it was all going to happen I just knew that that's what I wanted for many years I've been practicing yoga since I was around 11 years old I didn't get into the spirituality of yoga until I was around 18 which is pretty typical of most people I speak to when it comes to their spiritual awakening because you're kind of coming into your adulthood But regardless, on my mat in in September 2019, um, I was in a hot yin yoga class. I was on my mat and I had this vision of creating an online business. And I had this vision of doing several things and it all kind of connecting and it all encompassing helping people, guiding people. And this was something that I was no stranger to. I've done many different jobs in the past to do with marketing and to do with helping people. When I was 19, I was a weight loss consultant for Jenny Craig. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I did a lot of brand ambassador work for some major companies like Molson Coors, Audi, uh, Lancome, Hudson's Bay, to name a few. So I had the experience with it. 
and I had been filming YouTube videos and acting, background acting as well during some of that, some of those years. But I didn't have this clear direction until I saw it in this vision on my yoga mat. And I knew I was entrepreneurial. I knew I was creative. I knew that I liked to speak, but I didn't know how this vision I was holding in my third eye in between the space of my eyebrows on that mat, how that was all going to come to be. And at that point in time, I was working as a recruiting marketing manager for a startup company for brand ambassador uh, programs for, I believe it was like health foods. It was mostly health foods that we worked with. And I just couldn't see how I could make that vision a reality. I couldn't see how I was going to be able to support myself in that, to um, build that. I had, had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing, which is, I think, probably what every single entrepreneur says in the very beginning is that they just had this vision. They didn't know how, but they just started. And that is what happened at the beginning of the pandemic. I was given that green light, like, okay. You've been given the sign from spirit months prior. Your plans have not worked out. That job as a recruiting marketer, recruiting marketing manager didn't work out. The dream to go to Thailand and get to become a yoga instructor didn't work out. Let's just, you know, putz around with this TikTok thing that I've been told about. Because what else do I have to do? I have nothing to lose. So in April 2020, I went viral for the very first time on TikTok, which at the time was a very new app that was still being being considered a kid's app. People didn't really know what to do with it. Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk was the only one who could see the potential of it. So go and look up him if you ever want to learn anything about social media trends. April 10th is my one year anniversary. I went viral for the very first time with a video about psychology. And again, I didn't study psychology. This was just something that I had picked up from years of working in so many different industries and years of, you know, getting to know myself and getting to know the people around me, getting to know some of the people in my life that have mental illness. Um, I was always very interested in it. And I was actually originally going to, oh my God, I'm all over the place when it comes to uh, work in industries in the past, in my early 20s. But there was a point where I was considering going back to school to pursue either a mental health degree or a degree in psychology. So my very first video was about psychology and the video was about how we are all a mirror of each other. This is a Jungian psycho psychological study that we are all essentially a mirror of each other showing each other the things that maybe we haven't looked into within ourselves. And at that point in time, I was doing a lot of deep soul searching. I know a lot of us were. We were finally given a chance to breathe and to be at home and to be with ourselves and to look within. So I think it really resonated with a lot of people. 100,000 people viewed it later. So clearly it did resonate with a lot of people. And I realized that there may be something there. There may be an opportunity with that. Um... And I had no idea where TikTok was going to lead me. I thought maybe I'd go into the influencer side of things and get into brand ambassador work online, um, which would be, you know, a very easy transition for me coming from the world that I was in. But I wasn't exactly sure about that. There was a lot of fears. There was a lot of subconscious 
limiting beliefs that was blocking me from believing that it could be more than that. I kind of saw the influencer route, not to put down influencers, but I saw that influencer route as being something that wouldn't be enough for me personally, that it wouldn't be of service to other people enough. And when I had gotten that call from Spirit in March when the pandemic started, I was really called to step up and to remember who I am and remember my passion and my purpose and put aside all of the societal programming that told me that I couldn't pursue my talents and gifts and skills as a real thriving business. Up until that point, there was so much struggle with self-worth and I was not willing to face it. I'm a Leo son. I have, um, you know, an ego as any Leo placement person does if you're into astrology and I am and we will get into astrology believe me we're gonna go there um I had a lot of ego to shed and I think we all constantly do have to work on our ego um and that was a part of you know choosing to do a video on ego on seeing the different parts of ourselves show up in the people around us um so for me it was a very clear um, dark night of the soul kind of moment where I had to kind of look at everything that I had gone through up until March 2020 that made me believe that I was not worthy, that made me believe that I wasn't enough, that made me believe I had to look a certain way or be a certain way or have a certain thing, and I had to completely erase all of that because my higher self was calling me to do something that scared the absolute shit out of me. I was terrified. I was also fired up and ready because that's my personality. I'm the kind of person who will do things that I'm scared of. And, you know, I'm the personality, to put it this way, it's like I'll jump over the bridge and then I'll scream about it later. (laughs) You know, it's like I will do the things that I'm afraid of and let that fear drive me in a new direction so that I'm strengthened. So when I was getting these signs like you need to go in the direction of spirituality, you need to go in the direction of sharing what you already know about wellness and diving deeper into that and getting certified specifically in that and not go the traditional route of, you know, a master's degree or whatever kind of degree you go to school for. Um, it was scary to think about all of these things. It was very scary. We're heading into a completely new world and I was just like, this is it. This is now or never. It's never going to be the way that it was. I think we've all come to realize that the world is never going to be the way that it was before March 2020. And I had a lot of unraveling like most of us to do. The one thing that I will say is if you are in that stage of unraveling, that you have to continue to go with where your fear is. If you're getting that call from your higher self, like, you need to go in this direction. It's going to happen. You're going to be supported. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore your gut because your gut is always correct. Now, I know I have questions sometimes about that. Like, how do you know the difference between what's truly your intuition versus your anxiety? Because so many of us do suffer. I think it's like, over 2 million of the population, it's definitely over 2 million of the population, that suffer from anxiety. Well, the difference between anxiety 
and intuition is that your anxiety is going to feel wrong. Your anxiety is going to feel low. It's going to feel worrisome, right? And you're going to feel that way sometimes with your intuition too, but the difference is that it's going to be more in your head when it's anxiety and not in your gut. If your head is telling you, this is going to be great, you're going to be supported, it's logical, you're going to find a way, you're going to find the resources, and your gut is telling you, I'm scared, but I think that there's a change here, I think there's an opportunity here, that's when you have to listen. Your intuition is always going to be connected to your heart. And when you focus on what's in your heart and you come from that heart-centered place, you take a few minutes to breathe into your heart space, that's when you're best led to make your next move. And that is what got me here today. Published book, published author, meditation teacher. I I hold moon circle workshops bi-weekly for the new moon and full moon of every month. I'm coaching people. There's so many things that I do now that encompasses what a spiritual business looks like. And I could have never gotten here if I was focused on the fear. And of course, there are some consequences when it comes to leveling up. But the rewards are so much richer. But I do want to talk about those consequences because that's the title of this episode is the consequences and rewards of up-leveling your life. So let's get into that. Let's think logically, what are the consequences of up-leveling your life? You might be thinking, are there any? Well, there are. For one thing, not everyone you like or love is going to support you. And this is a very challenging part of up-leveling your life. And for many people, they will never up-level their life because they're too focused on this exact consequence. The need to be liked is linked to our survival. When we are children, it is imperative that we are liked or loved and supported by the adults in our life. Because if we aren't, we risk not being able to survive past childhood. We're brought up in a world where you have to be liked to get ahead, you have to be supported, and you have to be loved in order to, yeah, to get ahead in life, to be able to get into a job, to be able to get into your team that you want to be on, um, to pass that audition, whatever it may be. Being liked is intrinsically important in our society. But, and this is huge, when you're leveling up, you have to choose your light over anything else, over that need to be liked. When you shine brightly, there will be people who will want to tear you down, who will not support you, and some of those people will be your closest family members and friends. And some of those people are not going to stay. Not everyone stays when you decide to remember your worth and to do what you're called to do and to open yourself and pursue your soul gifts and your talents and the things that you really wanted to do as a child. Because ultimately the things that you really loved and wanted to do as a kid is what's going to lead you to your higher self. Only a person with the child, with the Only a person, I'm going to mess up the quote, I'm already messing it up. (laughs) I'm going to try to say it. Only a person with the heart of a child 
has the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Only a person with the heart of a child has the keys to the kingdom of heaven. That's a quote. There we go. I said it. Good. Let that sink in. Think about that for a second. Because even if you didn't have a great childhood, there, were, there was an innocence. There was a purity that we associate with what heaven may look like. That heaven is meant to be experienced while you're alive, long before this body decays. So not everyone's going to stay or support or understand you in that. And they will be intimidated by that because as you shine your light, other people's shadows are illuminated. So what comes with that and what comes with leveling up is that you begin to face these new challenges that you didn't expect. And those people not staying or support you could be some of those challenges that you don't expect. And what you will learn from losing those people is a deeper understanding of yourself and your worth and just how brightly you shine. And it doesn't mean that they're meant to be gone forever. It just means that you are in a new place in your life and you're in a higher state of vibration to attract like-minded people who are going to continue to support you. And that's the reward that replaces that consequence. So as much as there may be pain and grief in losing certain people that were once important to you, it's so rewarding because one, when one door closes, another one opens. And I have so many examples from my own life of that when one friendship has ended, I literally will meet a new person and become friends with a new person almost immediately after. It's not a mistake. These things are all divinely timed to guide you to the next step. Everything is a stepping stone. So another consequence of up-leveling your life when it comes to the challenge you, challenges that you don't expect is that things you used to like may no longer resonate with you. So I have to say that at the beginning of the pandemic, I was still listening to heavy metal music, some Marilyn Manson, <laughs> um, and getting into my rock and roll vibe, which I still very much love. But it was draining me. And it was making me feel darker and heavier day by day because of all of the heaviness that the collective was going through as a result of this pandemic. The grief, the turmoil, the anxiety, the people dying, everything. And then for me to listen to that heavy music, it just wasn't helping me. So as I went through my awakening and leveling up my life and pursuing social media and pursuing building the foundation for my business... I started to change what I listened to. I started to change the things that I consumed. I stopped watching so many superhero movies. I stopped watching thrillers. I stopped watching a lot of the news also. And I know that that can be controversial for some people to hear. But the news is known to drain you. Regardless of, you know, subconscious programming and, you know, what some people might say about the government or news. It can be so hard to heal yourself when you're constantly hearing depressing things it's obvious but the reward of replacing those things that 
you may no longer resonate with is that you start to resonate with new things that once again uplift you that raise your vibration instead of listening to so much heavy metal music i started balancing it out with listening to binaural beats and high frequency music and meditation music that completely shifted my energy and as a result of me doing that i've been able to help shift a lot of other people's energy so it's a ripple effect what you do is going to affect other people the last consequence that i have to share is the disconnection to your old identity. This is a consequence because we all have stories that we tell about ourselves based off of the past. And when you are coming to that heart-centered moment with yourself where you're really trying to connect with the present and you're really trying to connect with what your higher self is going to look like, you start to feel disconnected to the stories that you used to tell about yourself. You move from that victimhood or even that survivor narrative that you have and you move into the thriving. You move into the abundance, the joy, the love, those higher vibrations if you were to look at the scale. And you get there by being honest with yourself, by being honest with your experiences, being honest with your feelings and validating them. Whether you're writing it down in a journal or you're speaking to a therapist or a counselor or a coach or whoever it may be, whether you're going to acupuncture, whether you're doing meditation, whatever it may be that you do for shadow work, which is when you sit and you heal your subconscious, darker, hidden aspects of your psyche, the more honest that you are, the more more disconnected you are to that old identity and as a result you're rewarded you're seen you're supported you're heard you're loved you're understood as who you are your authentic self before any of this shit happened to you any of the darkness happened to you any of the outside circumstances opinions beliefs thoughts behaviors patterns that you have previously felt victim to you start to rise above that Leveling up your life is what's going to make you feel more peaceful and at ease with the highs and lows of life. It's not going to eliminate the dark stuff. It's not going to eliminate the challenges. It's going to help you strengthen your mindset so that you can overcome anything. So that you're more abundant and secure in who you are. And as a result, you feel more confident in your direction, even if you can't see the end result. When we talk about manifestation, I think one of the things I see most people get really hung up on is the how and the when that desire that we hold is going to manifest. And the biggest tip that I have for you is to focus on falling in love with the highs and the lows. Fall in love with the process Fall in love with the feeling of having that end result and take inspired daily action to align yourself with that feeling. So even if you're not doing something that's directly related to that desire, manifesting that goal, you're feeling the feelings of reward, of abundance, of joy, of love, and you're using affirmations on a daily basis to tell you that because that is the number one way that you can reprogram your thinking is by being in that affirmative mode. I affirm that I believe in my capabilities, talents, and skills. I believe I am the achiever of my goals. 
when you repeat that on a daily basis, especially after 21 days, which is proven to create a new habit, you will see a very large difference in the way that you view your life and the world around you. So it's not an easy road to uplevel your life, to upgrade your mindset, to unlock your highest potential, to achieve those goals and dreams. I would be a liar if I told you that it was easy. And that's why I'm really trying to share with you the consequences and rewards of deciding to make that change today. But when you start to replace those habits, you will be able to sit here a year from now after hearing this podcast, making those changes, like I said, in your daily life on a consistent basis. You'll be sitting here and you'll be thinking, wow, I am so, so glad that I did it. Because now I have proof that this stuff works. And I didn't do it just for myself. I did it so I could empower, inspire, heal, and guide other people. Even if I don't know how far it went. Even if I don't know the full impact. So at some point today, I want you to think about some of those habits that aren't really benefiting your life. And I want you to think of some ways that you can start to reach out for help and change those things. Because when you decide to change your mind, you change your life. And even if you change one person's life as a result of that, there will be a ripple effect that helps uplift humanity. What you do is important. And as always, I am here to support you. You can check out my website to see all of the things that I have to offer when it comes to shadow work. There's 30 days worth of free shadow work journal prompts that you can download on my website to get started with that. I've got lots of meditations um, that you can download and keep forever in addition to attending my moon circles, which is when we do guided meditations on Zoom. I've got so many things to help support you in your journey in up-leveling your life and I would be so honored to get to connect with you further that way. So never be afraid to shout me out and to connect with me. And I want to thank you again for listening to my very first podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got a lot of value and, um, you know, got to know me better from listening to this. And I cannot wait to speak to you all next time. Thank you again for pushing play today and I will see you next week. Stay golden.